All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to the latest episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again, talking everything Buffalo Bills. And we've got a playoff game on our hands. Saturday afternoon, the Buffalo Bills traveling down to take on the Houston Texans in the wild card weekend playoff matchup. The first game of the wild card weekend. Again, the Bills with that 4.35 p.m. kickoff on Saturday afternoon. And and with this episode, right, there's a few things that I'm definitely keeping an eye on as we head into Saturday's game. Uh, Duke Williams is not on the list. I know that has been the most hot buck hot button topic of conversation for Bills fans since his uh his performance against the Jets in, in week 17 and and obviously has been a hot topic of conversation. I I'll leave that for Twitter. I'll leave that for some of the other shows that are out there because there truly are five things that I'm keeping an eye on, regardless of whether or not Duke Williams plays in the game on Saturday. Uh there's five things that I'm that I'm truly keeping of of note. And, and I think with that, as we take a look at these pieces, uh, you might have your own thoughts as well. I'd love to always get your comments. You can hit me up on Twitter at Anthem Marino. You can always hit me in the comments section here at BuffaloRumblings.com. And just a reminder for you too, I mean, you know, keep it locked to BuffaloRumblings.com, not just to our podcast and everything that we've got with that discussion going on, but great articles coming out each and every day, right? Talking about the Buffalo Bills, previewing this matchup, getting you the latest and greatest as it relates to different injuries and what's taking place here. We will touch base on a couple of those throughout the uh, throughout this episode as well. But there is plenty, right, that I think as Bills fans, we we have to to follow plenty of storylines leading into this matchup. And I've got five things right now that I'm I'm truly keeping an eye on. So the first one that comes up for me, it's the matchup of Tredavious White against DeAndre Hopkins on, on Saturday. And, and you look at this, right? Trey White, arguably one of the best cornerbacks in all of football, maybe an outside chance at defensive player of the year, although I think there's some guys that will likely, more likely uh, win the award ahead of him. But right, Trey White, one of the best cornerbacks in the league, get, going up against DeAndre Hopkins one of the best wide receivers in all of football. And I think it's going to be an interesting matchup for them. A lot of talk about what the two did against each other last year as the Bills traveled to to Houston. Hopkins had a a great touchdown reception, but I believe he went two for 27 when Trey White was covering him. So, you know, from that standpoint, it was, uh, was a great matchup for those two players. Now, as you look at things, right, here we go in this type of situation. These two guys going to be locking horns once again. This has been one of the key topics when you think to uh, you know the storylines heading into this season. And not this season, sorry. It's a Saturday's game. On the season, DeAndre Hopkins, 104 receptions, uh, just under 1,200 yards, seven touchdowns. And for him, right, uh, again, one of those top receivers in all of football, matching up with one of the top cornerbacks in all of football, it was interesting. DeAndre Hopkins has a since-deleted Instagram post where he said, uh, 2020 mood, it showed a picture of his touchdown catch from last year against Trey White with Trey in coverage. I guess that has since been deleted uh, from that time, but maybe adding a little bit of a fuel to the fire, this will be a good matchup between two two great players on Saturday. And it's, you know, it's one of those where from my standpoint, I expect Hopkins to, you know, to still get a decent number of targets, a sure-handed receiver. 
I expect Trey White to be uh, man-to-man coverage against him throughout the game. And it's going to be one of those things to watch, not to put too much stock into it, not to say that it just comes down to this matchup. But you can argue these are the two marquee players for each of these teams. They will be lined up against each other on Saturday. And I am surely looking forward to seeing what this looks like and who comes out on top, not just in in this matchup, but more importantly in the game. But from that standpoint, Trey White against DeAndre Hopkins, the first item that I am looking at in Sunday's game for the Bills against the Texans. The other piece for me that I that I do look at, and it is, um, you know, we always use the term the the revenge game, right? The Cole Beasley revenge game when the Bills went down to Dallas on Thanksgiving Day. Um, Kevin Johnson, right, heading in back to Houston where he was drafted a first round pick out of out of Wake Forest, and and now a situation depending on what things look like with Levi Wallace, who at least uh, our our last noted practice injury report came on Wednesday where he was a limited participant. Not sure yet what his status will look like on Saturday. At this point, I, I'm not very optimistic just uh, just based on that and, of course, with the game being on Saturday as opposed to Sunday. But Kevin Johnson returning to Houston uh, again where he had an injury-plagued, you know, tenure, I guess you could say, with the, with the Texans. And, you know, with that being said, here is a guy – especially after we saw some struggles from Levi Wallace, uh, most notably right taking place in that game against the Cleveland Browns, that now we've started to see more of Kevin Johnson in the coming weeks. And and for him, right, I, I know we overuse that term when we talk about a revenge game and all of those pieces. But, you know, here's a guy he did spend four seasons with the Texans. Um, you know, as a rookie, he appeared in 16 games, but then as his sophomore season, only appeared in six, appeared in 12 games in his third year in 2017, and in 2018 was only able to play in one game for the team. They had picked up his fifth-year option uh, before his fourth season and then decided to part ways with him after again, where it just the the number of injuries that Kevin Johnson had in his time uh, with the Texans, it was just too much for them to make that type of a commitment. Here he is in Buffalo, a one-year prove-it kind of deal, and now, again, being able to really step up in the absence of, um, not in the absence of Levi Wallace, he'll have the opportunity to do that in Saturday. But as we started to see more of those struggles that came with Wallace after the game against Cleveland, we started to see those snap counts go up for Kevin Johnson. And now, as it looks like, again, nothing definitive yet, but I imagine he is going to be the starter opposite of Trey White, whether he's matched up with someone like a Kenny Stills or with a Will Fuller, depending on his availability. We've seen a lot more from Johnson over these past, what we call it, eight weeks. You know, Now we're in a situation where it's going to be in the playoffs. What type of matchup is going to be for him? And if Levi Wallace cannot go, uh, Kevin Johnson, I imagine, will play the majority of the snaps at cornerback on Saturday. We do have another homecoming for the Bills on Saturday in this matchup. And this, for me, is the one that truly stands out. It is Ed Oliver returning to his hometown. I think the the most interesting piece with this, right, you, you've got someone like Oliver from Houston, stayed local to play his college ball there, I imagine is going to have a huge turnout as far as friends and family and former teammates go. And, and from that standpoint, right, uh, the the marquee rookie for the Buffalo Bills, what this is going to mean to him that first playoff game, his first season coming into it, 
right? We're in we're in this type of setup where, you know, for him to be that that disruptor for the Bills, whatever you may call it. And it's going to be interesting too, because another limited participant for the Bills at practice this week, Shaq Lawson, not sure if he will be able to go on Sunday. But when you talk about developing that pass rush, whether it be from the outside of the line or the interior, Ed Oliver is going to be a key piece. And I imagine Right. Here's a guy. It probably does not take a lot to get him motivated or get him jacked up for a game. But now you've got his first playoff matchup and it's a homecoming game for him. And you combine those pieces. I'm excited to see what he can do on Saturday. Uh, Not that Dallas is his hometown. Right. He is from Houston. But you think of that Thanksgiving game. He had a bunch of friends and family that made the trip to watch him there. And you look at his stat line in that game and you remember he was just an absolute terror. But it was four tackles, two sacks, one pass defended, and a forced fumble. And, you know, you look at this, not saying that you expect that similar type of stat line or whatever it may be, but Ed Oliver is going to be ready to go on Saturday. And for the Buffalo Bills to win this game, uh, I think so much is going to come on the defense and what they can do to, you know, apply pressure to Deshaun Watson. We know they had seven sacks against the Texans in 2018. Not saying that I expect that again, but. you, know, you look at these pieces, defensive line is going to be so important. Ed Oliver coming back to Houston, that for me is is one of the top storylines for this game. And I don't think it's being talked about enough just yet. I know we've got a couple of games before the kickoff, but with that being said, for me, I expect him to be a terror on Saturday. And if the Bills do get the victory, he is going to be one of the key contributors to make that happen. Next up on the list for the Houston Texans, and it is interesting because it's it's too early and you don't really know yet what is going to happen with these guys. But it looks like the return of J.J. Watt and Will Fuller for the Texans and two key pieces on each side of the ball for them. Of course, J.J. Watt, you know, you look at him, many are so familiar with his career, just the phenomenal player that that he is, albeit he's you know battled a number of injuries throughout his career and now coming back after two months from a torn pectoral, it, you know, you look at these things and, and I, first I should encourage you follow uh, banged up bills on Twitter. You, you give him a follow. He's got a great breakdown, a recent article on Buffalo rumblings.com talking about what the recovery looks like, what this type of injury is. Um, you know, JJ Watt, I don't know if he's Superman or whatever it may be Wolverine when it comes to his healing powers, But you take a look at things for him to potentially come back from this injury, which usually you're talking about four months on the early side, six months on the, you know, four to six month recovery period with no from this standpoint, I I just don't understand how he can do this on Saturday. But if he is going to play, it sounds like there's a game plan. Maybe it's going to be on those obvious pass rush type of downs for him. Um, I'm shocked that he will be back and I'm curious to see what you know type of shape he is in, what type of impact he can make, especially if he's lined up against someone like Cody Ford or Ty Insecki, if he is able to play, uh, again, kind of recovering from his injury uh, that it looks like he aggravated again against the Jets in Week 17. So J.J. Watt, you know, top of that list, and the other is Will Fuller. And, and Fuller, you know, we've seen different splits where you talk about how much more effective the Texans' defense is um, – when he is on the field, right? Providing that deep threat for Deshaun Watson, what he looks like, what that can be, all of these types of pieces. And, you know, you, you look at this, here's a guy who is, you know, considered 
day to day, week to week, whatever, whatever you might want to want to call it. And, and here's a guy, right, that now it's a situation where he may be back for the playoffs. And I say may be back because they're calling him day to day, practicing on a limited basis. I don't know, right, if it's one of those one of those pieces that you look at and it's a little bit of, um, you know, gamesmanship here, right? Like, yeah, you've got him out there a little bit. Let's force the Buffalo Bills to prepare for Will Fuller, even if we know that he will not be back. But right now, a limited participant in practice. Here's a guy that can stretch the field, um, provides another weapon for the Houston Texans. So, so you look at this and you think to yourself, okay, this team without J.J. Watt and Will Fuller, uh, obviously, you know, those are two key pieces that would be absent for them on Saturday. But if these guys can play and they're less than 100%, of course, the question is how much can they really help their team or are they hurting their team with uh, you know, kind of their presence if they're unable to really go at the level that they should be able to go at? So, of course, you know, keep logging into buffalorumblings.com. We'll continue to have those updates for you as we get them um, you know, throughout this week and looking at pieces. But if those two guys can play, you know, one difference makers for the Texans, but if they're not 100%, what type of difference can they make? And uh, how can the Buffalo Bills maybe capitalize on on their either their absence or if they're not playing at 100%, something surely to keep an eye on. The fifth and final thing that I'm, I'm looking at, and it, it goes without saying, right, but we talk about the play of Josh Allen. And in each and every week, right, if we do one of these segments, you read different articles, he's always going to be on that list of things to keep an eye on. Right. It would be crazy if he is if he is not. Um, and you think of Josh Allen, right, how he has been, let's call it, thrust into the spotlight in many ways. And the, and the first thing with that really started with that Thanksgiving Day game against the Dallas Cowboys. Right. That first that first nationally televised game for him. You can really look at and say, OK, I mean, huge viewership, 30 plus million people watching the game, all of the pieces that come with this. Right. So. So you get it. And and Allen able to play a, a very good game against the Cowboys in that type of a spotlight. Right. You think back to that game, 19 for 24, 231 yards passing, touchdown pass, 27 yard or 43 yards rushing, one t- TD on the ground. And, you know, from that standpoint, it kind of became that. All right. Now the nation is seeing Josh Allen. He follows that up, you know, a tough loss to Baltimore. Not any sort of a primetime game, but was one of the nationally televised games. Then the game on Sunday night football against Pittsburgh, the game on Saturday afternoon football on December 21st, which was another nationally televised game. My point is, right, Josh has been a part of these primetime slash nationally televised games over this past month. And now it's in a position where, okay, we're taking it another step further. Another Saturday afternoon game, 4.30-ish type of kickoff time, right? There was a, It was around a 4.30 kickoff on Thanksgiving Day. Same thing, the, day, the game against the New England Patriots. So when you think about the preparation standpoint and what that day looks like leading up to the game, has done that a couple of times throughout this season. But now comes into it with the added weight and pressure of it being a playoff game. And we've seen uh, Josh Allen and the Bills offense make the plays that they need to in the fourth quarter, the fourth quarter comebacks. We've seen the the highlights of his uh, quarterback rating in the fourth quarter, eight touchdown passes, zero interceptions, the plays that he has made in crunch time, all of those pieces that have come together. Right. So so you look at all of those things. 
but now it's the playoffs, right? So it's it's not there's that there's not that next regular season game. Oh, we can just improve off of this to next week or whatever it may be. It's putting those pieces together. And what is Josh Allen in his second year as quarterback for the Buffalo Bills going to look like in his first playoff game? Right. That is the huge question. And I realize, right, we we can say it's, you know, and I, I hear our good friend Bruce Nolan saying right now, wins are not a quarterback stat. And I completely get it. I certainly do. But if the Bills are going to win this game against the Houston Texans on Saturday, the the storyline, the conversation is going to be around Josh Allen. And if they lose this game to the Houston Texans on Saturday, the top storyline and questions and conversation is going to be around Josh Allen. So let's see what type of performance we can get out of the second-year quarterback. He's been saying all the right things throughout this season. Again, we've seen him step up and perform in uh, in crucial situations right in these nationally televised type of games. You look at this last stretch that he's had, the the last three games that, that he's really played in. I'm not going to count the game against the Jets, but against New England, Pittsburgh, and Baltimore three of the top defenses in all of football. And now you get the Houston Texans, who, uh, again, not one of the top defenses in all of football. And not to say that you take any of that any of that for granted, but you step into this matchup and you think to yourself, okay, this can be an opportunity for the Bills offense to get going. And, of course, the guy that makes all of that work is Josh Allen, the quarterback number 17 for the Buffalo Bills. So, again, the five things that I'm looking for, Trey White against DeAndre Hopkins. Kevin Johnson making his return to Houston to take on the team that drafted him most likely as the starter in place of an injured Levi Wallace. Ed Oliver's homecoming back to Houston, the potential return of J.J. Watt and Will Fuller, and of course the play of Josh Allen, the quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. As I said earlier, make sure you hit me up on Twitter at Anthemarino or in the comments section here at buffalorumblings.com. Always love to hear from each of you if maybe there's something that I'm missing, a storyline heading into this game that you'd like to chat about. Hit me up. We can get a conversation going as always. Appreciate that. Make sure you hit the subscribe button so you get all of the great podcasts courtesy of buffalorumblings.com. We've got Believe, Blitz Bills, Buffalo Rumblings Q&A, Circling the Wagons, Mafia Mavens, The Nick and Nolan Show, and of course, breaking Buffalo rumbling. So, all right, next week when we talk to you, this conversation can go in two ways. We can be chatting about the Bills advancing in the playoffs or wrapping up the season. Let's see what happens, but hopefully uh, it's a Buffalo Bills victory on Saturday against the Houston Texans. As always, appreciate you guys tuning in and go Bills. Take care.